Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. In the aftermath of the Arizona election, there are Republicans who are challenging the results. Josh Bernstein, who lives in Arizona, will give us analysis of the fiasco. Also, Kanye West is coming out Nazi. This is anti-Semitism. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have our returning guest and fan favorite, Joshua Bernstein, leads a show called jbushow.com, Josh Bernstein Uncensored. Welcome to the program from Arizona, our conservative commentator, Jew, uh, 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 Josh Bernstein. Uh, <laughs> I started to say we're Jewish because we're gonna talk about anti-Semitism on this show and we love having you on the show, but show us your Christmas sweater. Why would a Jewish man wear a, a, a celebrate? What is that? It's just a bunch of sheep wearing masks. I just figured something a little different. You know? oh, okay, okay, so this is anti-wokeism, not necessarily in favor of Christmas, but you always say Merry Christmas to our audience. Uh, you have any holiday thoughts this year? Tell me about uh, the meaning of Hanukkah. <laughs> well, obviously the meaning of Hanukkah is the festival of lights. Uh, it's to express a miracle, you know, of course uh, the, you know, the oil being able to burn for eight days and nights. And, uh, you know, it's kind of uh, the Jewish Christmas, uh, so to speak. And, uh, you know, it's not one of the most important holidays. I think uh, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and, you know, a few others are much more God-centered and uh, even more important. But uh, yeah, we're getting ready for the holiday season. And all I want for Hanukkah is a nullification of the Arizona election and a new revote. So, okay, so hopefully that's a good, Hanukkah Harry will come through. That's that's a good segue to our, our main topic here. Arizona, what is wrong with their election process? Do they have uh, in-person voting, mail-in voting? What happened in Maricopa County and why are now two Republican candidates challenging the results? Well, let's start with 2018, okay? And actually after that election, Adrian Fontes was the Secretary of State and he was elected. And after being elected, he created a software that is just created for the Secretary of State's office called Sitebook. I'm gonna be doing more on this in the next couple of days. And because they created this software, they also know how to manipulate this software. And so this software has been put in place. They probably paid off the county recorder's office and the board of supervisors and said, look, if we use this software, I can assure you, you'll never lose another election, okay? Now, the lawsuit that uh, Mike Lindell has been talking about the past few days is the lawsuit that I helped create with uh, a good buddy of mine, Josh Barnett, who ran for Congress here in Arizona. And he worked with another retired lawyer by the name of Leo D'Onofrio, who is uh, an absolutely brilliant mind. They also brought in Jovan uh, Hutton Pulitzer and some of the folks from uh, Ted Cruz's former campaign in Arizona, some retired judges 
and uh, legal counsel. And so they came up with a different type of lawsuit that was just filed. And what we have found through the information, and this was also uh, through Jay Valentine and the Gateway Pundit, but what they did is they started to change the zip codes on people's mail. And what they were doing is they were sending out mail-in ballots. This is in Maricopa County. They would send the mail-in ballots. Then they would change the zip code only for the ballots that were going out. Now in Arizona, you have between 30 and 35 days to contest if you don't get your ballot. Now, because they changed the zip codes, people were getting their regular mail, they were getting their, you know, their packages on time, everything was fine, but they never got their ballots. And they never had a chance to complain for that 30-day window because, again, they never would have gotten the ballots to know that they had to complain. So what they did is they took about 250 to 300,000 of these undeliverable ballots and they kept them. They kept them to the side. Now, breaking down the numbers, if you look at 2018, 2020, and 2022 in the state of Arizona, you have an average of about 200 to 300,000, um, you know, uh, in, in not invalid, but uh, uh, not active voters, basically, okay? In 2022, that number went all the way up to almost 550,000. So what they were doing essentially is they were taking these people and making them inactive in Republican areas, changing the zip code, taking their ballots, and then when they wouldn't get their ballot, they would go in to vote in person and say, oh, I'm sorry, you've already voted. And then they would switch the zip codes back beforehand so that no one would be able to see anything. That's what they did in Maricopa County. We oh have caught gosh. them in real time. And that was this year in 22? That is correct. Okay, so now two statewide candidates, the one for attorney general and the one for governor, uh, they're challenging the results. Carrie Lake for governor has refused to concede the election, still hope, holding out hope for some kind of recount. And what was the Republican attorney general nominee uh, who did not win, but what is he doing? Well, they're, they're gonna have an automatic recount because of the margin, but an automatic recount doesn't matter because you're gonna, you know, you're gonna, basically count the same fraudulent votes. And so what we have to do and what we have done uh, separately from Carrie Lake's campaign is we filed a lawsuit based on the Arizona Constitution 100%, okay? Nothing, it's not about voter fraud. It's not about he said, she said. It's purely, was Article 2, Section 21 of the Arizona Constitution violated? And if it was, was the, violation outcome determinative. Yes, it was, clearly. What does and that so section of the Constitution article, say? What is it What is it intending article to protect? Two, Articles two, section 21 basically states that uh, for all intents and purposes, all elections shall be equal and free and no power civil or military shall at any time interfere to prevent the free exercise of the right of suffrage. So what does this mean? It means that you have to have equal and free access to elections, which clearly the people in Maricopa County did not. And yes, that was outcome determinative, okay? So that's part of the lawsuit. The other thing is, is that Sheriff Paul Penzone in Maricopa County sent in armed agents, federal officials and, and, and local enforcement 
while they were recounting the votes in the MTEC Center. Well, if you look at section 21, it says no power, civil or military, shall at any time interfere to prevent the free exercise of the right of suffrage. They are in violation of Article 2, Section 21. It gets worse under conflicts of interest. Okay, this is um, this is the part where uh, Katie Hobbs had to and was required to, based on the Arizona Constitution, recuse herself because it says right here, conflicts of interest, the conductors of the election uh, and commingling of ballots and everything else need to be um, refrained from doing so. It's actually Arizona Revised Statutes 38. Uh, 503. And what this states clearly is that Katie Hobbs had to recuse herself uh, before she was able to do this. Any public officer or employee who has or whose relatives have a substantial interest in any decision of a public agency shall make known such interest in the official records of such public agency shall refrain from participating in any manner as an officer or employee in such decisions. That also goes to Stephen Richer and it goes to Maricopa County Chairman Bill Gates. And the reason it goes to those two is because they're the ones that opened up the Political Action Committee in 2021. They're also in violation of 38-503. Okay, that's a lot, but we're gonna trust Josh because he thinks like a lawyer. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll recap the midterm elections and then we'll talk about Kanye West and anti-Semitism. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to bring you my biggest bedding sale ever, just in time for Christmas. Get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases, only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. We even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All at the biggest discounts ever. I know my bedding products are perfect for you, and I'm extending my money back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all my pillow bedding products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my original My Slippers are back in stock. You've made them a huge success, and now I've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. And with your promo code, you still save $90 a pair. Not only that, I'm having the biggest closeout sale ever on our sandals and slides for as low as $19.98. What makes my slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you're not gonna find in any other slippers. My slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help reduce stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90 on my original My Slippers, or for as low as $19.98, you can get our sandals or slides. Quantities won't last long, and with my 60-day money-back guarantee, you can rest assured they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. 
Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Josh Bernstein, live from Arizona. Josh, plug your new show and how can people subscribe? Yes, jbushow.com, that is the place to go to hear unfettered news, unapologetically you know, conservative news. But I always say the same thing, uh, truth has no agenda and neither do I. And so I give it to you straight, whether you wanna hear it, whether you don't, whether it's good for our side or bad, it doesn't matter. I cover it all, no matter what. So we're doing a complete new um, revamping, if you will, for 2023 of the website. We'll have a new intro and, and, and all that good stuff. We're gonna have new color schemes, new fonts, new uh, interaction and interactive things on the website. Uh, I'm gonna be even more, um, I guess, accessible to the audience than I already am. Uh, and so there's gonna be some new wrinkles and things like that. So please become a subscriber, jbushow.com. And remember, if it's banned on social media, you'll find it there. Speaking of banned on social media, it seems like every time we publish your interviews on our show, YouTube gives us another strike. So uh, we have not yet been deplatformed, but uh, we're with you in spirit. Uh, let me take a, a, a slight turn to Overall, the, the election results from 2022. Uh, it was a non-presidential election year. So typically the, the party in the White House loses seats and that happened this year. The Democrats lost seats. In fact, Nancy Pelosi is now effectively retired. The Democrats are a minority. Uh, the Republicans have the speakership. It looks like Kevin McCarthy is, is maybe the lead nominee for Speaker of the House. He might not have enough votes to get there, but Let's assuming the Republicans have the House and the Democrats have the Senate. Why did this happen? It was supposed to be a 10% plus banner red wave where Republicans would sweep both houses. I think there's a lot of reasons why it happened. Number one, voter fraud, because we didn't stop them in 2020. So if we didn't stop them in 2020, why would we stop them in 2022? Why would they stop doing what they did. But here's the thing, and this is where I break from everybody else, and I said this on my show the other day. I don't think Republicans won the House. I think they were allowed to win the House. And here's what I mean by this. I think that this has been a psychological game against the voters of this country starting in 2020. And I think they probably allowed them to just barely have a tiny, tiny, little majority so that A, they can't be prosecuted, they won't have enough votes to get an impeachment, they won't do anything but, you know, bloviate, you know, for two years about investigations, but nobody will be held accountable. And the reason I think they did this is because if they go and try to steal it again in 2024, then they can say the Democrats and the media and everybody can say, well, wait a minute, you guys won in 2022, so what do you mean you can't win elections anymore in the systems rig? You guys won the House in 2022. It's the psychological game that the left is playing. And I think if you think about it, especially in Arizona, they didn't wanna steal every seat. So they said, okay, Kimberly Yee, the state treasurer, she can win by 230,000 votes, but yet somehow Blake Masters, Mark Fincham, Abe Hamaday, and Kerry Lake can't win, but all the others win down ticket and, and in the state house and in the you know the, the state senate and then you know the mining inspector and you know all these other positions won big and, and one-handedly, but but yet the three top candidates or four top candidates didn't. Yeah. So I think that that was a big, big part of it. The other thing is 
I'll say this, I don't think that uh, they gave the voters a reason to be excited. They didn't give them enough. They didn't, they didn't say, their whole message was, vote for us because they're so bad. Okay, fine. And maybe you'll pick up a few seats here and there and you'll manage the decay for the two years. Did they have a contract from big government? No. Did they have a signed pledge like uh, Newt Gingrich did in 1994? No. So that was a big part of it. And here's another one that you may not like, and I apologize for even saying this on a Christian show. The timing, not that it was not a good decision, but the timing of Roe v. Wade awoken the sleeping demons across the country. And if our goal is to save the lives of the unborn children, which of course it absolutely is, and I am tickled pink of this decision, it's just the timing of it. Because if they would have waited until after the midterms, yes, I understand you know, more babies would be killed and that's horrible, but if we're looking at the long-term scope here, our goal is to save as many unborn children as possible. So why not wait until after the midterms, don't have these sleeping demons coming out you know, at 72%, 68% single women voting against Republicans because they want to have their right to murder their unborn children intact. They don't care about inflation. They don't care about gas prices. No, as long as I can kill my unborn children, I'm good, which is wow. sick and demonic in and of itself. So I think that that was also part of why there was no red wave. Okay, we need to take another short break. Uh, when we, he's just warming up, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into anti-Semitism in the news with our, uh, our, our friend Josh Bernstein after this. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our US Congress has now three brand new freshman Congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel, and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem. Stand with Israel and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand. Visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience, and we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because religious exemption waivers are being denied by especially the Air Force. And we've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money, this is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets. We're asking you to call the Secretary of Defense office. He is Lloyd Austin, and he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case-by-case -case basis, then why are almost zero exemption waivers being granted? We need you to take action today by calling the Secretary of Defense office, and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number we want you to call and say, please 
protect religious freedom, don't purge the Christians out of the military, here's that phone number. We want you to dial 703-692-7100. Again, that's 703-692-7100. Call the Secretary of Defense office and then call us for a free religious freedom sticker at 866-Obey-God, press option three, take action today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined by Josh Bernstein, who has jbushow.com. Please subscribe and follow his uh, opinions. Never controversial here, but speaking of controversy, Kanye West, uh, who I've never bought one of his albums, but uh, he recently appeared in two places. Number one, he had dinner with Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago, and then today it's being shown he was interviewed with a hood over his face on the Alex Jones show. Alex Jones is, is a right-wing uh, commentator, has his own, I think he's been sued and deplatformed everywhere except on his own website anymore. Why would Kanye West go on there showing a Bible and praising Hitler and the Nazis? Your guess is as good as mine. I mean, he looked like he was in a fencing outfit, if you wanna know the truth. You can't see his face, either that or getting ready to rob a bank or someone's house, because you can't see his face at all. It's like you cannot see any make out of his face, and even his hands are covered, which is even really weird. So I don't know what this was, what type of publicity stunt this was, but if we wanna break it down, you know, to the very bottom of what happened with Trump and Fuentes and, and Kanye or Yee or whatever, really it was Milo, you know, pray the gay away, Yiannopoulos or whatever his last name is, right? Now I had a chance to interview him in 2017, I think it was, the old interview is still on Amazon Prime, believe it or not. Um, and so he's a troll, he's someone that has a vendetta against President Trump because, I don't know, I guess there wasn't 10% off of dresses, I don't know what the reason is. But regardless, Trump has been through so many different things from the deep state to the CIA, to the FBI, to the Department of Justice, to the Mar-a-Lago raid, to you know, the, you know, the Mueller investigation, to the Ukraine investigation, to you know, the New York Attorney General's office, to the Democrats, to the rhinos, to the establishment, to the globalists. I mean, everybody has attacked him. They don't need, you know, uh, you know, Yiannopoulos here, you know, doing the same thing. I guess he's upset because Trump uh, supported the um, the clot shots and the vaccines. Okay, fine, but 95 to 98 percent of what Trump did was all positive and was all good. We all called him out on that garbage, and he shouldn't have supported it. But again, he doesn't need, with all the other things that are attacking him, he certainly doesn't need this guy attacking him as well. So that's really where it came from. That's how it started because he has this retribution thing. He wants to bury Trump and he doesn't like Trump. So he set him up by bringing in this this Nick guy uh, along with uh, Kanye. Yeah, but so, I will say so this. Nick Fuentes is another anti-Semite that, that joined Kanye and Trump had never met him, didn't know who he was, but suddenly he's having dinner with Trump at Mar-a-Lago. 
I think Trump needs to denounce Kanye West, denounce Nick Fuentes, and say, uh, we denounce Nazis and we denounce anti-Semitism. Uh, I'm willing to say that, I denounce anti-Semitism. We honor the Jewish people in America, in Israel. We stand, our ministry has sent a half million petitions for Israel to the US Congress to stand with the Jewish people. So uh, I think Kanye has jumped the shark. He's doing this as a publicity stunt. Uh, he, he, is, he has no right to use the Bible which honors the people of God, the Jews of the Old Testament, the Christians of the New Testament, to condemn those same people. This is not just anti-Semitic, it's anti-Christian. And Kanye, you need to repent and stop using you know, imagery. I know you're not actually quoting the Bible when you say these things, but uh, Alex Jones, you, you should not be enabling this and Donald Trump needs to denounce it as I do today. Well, look, I think uh, obviously, you know, we want to denounce it. I mean, you know, President Trump has been one of the greatest presidents in the history of America for Israel. He's the one that, you know, moved the embassy. He's the one that uh, didn't give up more land. He supported Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh, Of course, he worked on, you know, those different accords, those peace accords with some Muslim nations uh, before he left office and all of that. So he's always been great for Israel. Um, I think it was, like I said, it was a setup. I think Kanye is crazy. I think he's lost his mind. Um, And, you know, I think that this whole new episode of him, you know, not showing his face and wearing all this weird stuff just goes to show you that he's just not right in the head. And so, yeah, he probably is a uh, a Nazi sympathizer. I don't know Nick. Uh, I saw Nick speak because I was speaking at a rally for Stop the Steal in 2020 in front of the Arizona Capitol. He spoke, he didn't talk about anything other than election stuff. I thought it was fine, I thought it was good. That's it, I didn't have any inter- interactions with him, so I don't know him. I obviously don't know Kanye West, although I'd love to have him on my show. Yeah. I think it'd be an interesting conversation talking to an actual Jew. Uh, but uh, you know, I think the whole thing is weird and I think Milo was behind it all. Okay, we have just a minute left. Give us your best uh, attempt at a, a holiday greeting. Merry Christmas <laughs> to all the Christian brothers and sisters of America from your favorite Jewish conservative. God bless you on Jesus's birthday, amen. Amen, and happy Hanukkah to you. We honor the Maccabees and we honor uh, the miracle of Hanukkah and and everything that your God has done for, uh, listen, we're just grafted into the Jewish people, right? Christians are lucky to have your God and we fear your God and we worship Yahovah, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, and Jesus. We love him together. Thank God we live in a Judeo-Christian nation. Amen to that. Thank God. All right, I'm gonna close in prayer. Father in heaven, we honor you and we love you, Lord Jesus. And we ask you to bless America and, and, and bless the Jewish people in, in America, in, in Europe, uh, in, in Russia, in Israel, around the world, Father. Give them peace and safety, uh, especially in, in the turmoil in which we all face. In Jesus' name, amen. Our guest has been Josh Bernstein. And please, Bernstein. God, allow one of these judges to accept one of these lawsuits, nullify this election in Arizona. Let's get a revote and let's put the Governor Lake in office where she belongs, Mark Fincham as Secretary of State, Abe Hamaday as Attorney General, and Blake Masters in the Senate. Amen.
of course, our show is nonpartisan and, and I cannot endorse any of those candidates, but we're glad that uh, to have news reporters like Josh on. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you see it, PrayInJesusName.org. Or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God. If you need prayer or just to donate, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.